If you're still deciding on your spring break getaway, Amtrak's got just the ticket. You can visit cities from D.C. and Philly to New York and Boston, all while enjoying more sustainable travel. Amtrak produces up to 83% less carbon emissions than traveling by car or plane. And did we mention the extra legroom and comfy seats? Book early and save at Amtrak.com. Click or tap the banner. Emissions comparisons vary depending on route and locomotive type. Restrictions may apply. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. Welcome to the October 22nd edition of the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. It's a Thursday. We have now had two games in the World Series, all even at one and one after uh, Blake Snell looked like he was uh, going to be imitating Sandy Koufax. And almost as soon as Fox put up those stats, it all fell apart for him, uh, (laughs) which was kind of weird. So, uh, Paul Hoynes, the the uh, one and only. Uh, are we in the process of actually having a good competitive World Series, or was this kind of a weird thing because the Dodgers didn't have a starting pitcher to throw in? Yeah, you know, Jamie, I think. Uh, well, at least it's going to go what? It can't, it's got to go five, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> so I, we get baseball so, through the weekend. That's right. So, so I guess that's that's good for baseball fans. And I think, um, yeah, I think it, it's going to be interesting because, um, you know, if you look at uh, what the Dodgers, the Dodgers can roll out right now for the next three games, at least Bueller, the, the kid, uh, Urias, you know, who kind of starts kind of a hybrid starter closer who pitched what the last three innings of the right. uh, NLCS. Right. He's going to start uh, with every game four and uh, Kershaw coming back. So that's that, you know, that's a good combination. And then, uh, you know, we'll see how uh, the Rays answer that, you know. Uh, so, uh, you know, I guess the Rays are going to have to throw in one one probably bullpen game in that stretch here. Game or four would seem inevitable that they have to do a, a bullpen game. Right. Because right. they're going to have Morton in game three. And Glasnow couldn't come back until at least Game Five. Right, right. Yeah. So yeah, so that that's going to be interesting to see how how they piece that together. But yeah, that was uh, at least uh, you know it's not it's not going to be uh, you know a, a, a landslide, I guess you could say. But uh, I think the Rays are you know I think they're they're pretty competitive. They show they've shown they're very competitive. You know during this. The season and the and the postseason, what going to elimination games with the Yankees and uh, and Houston, you know. So, um, you know, I think uh, yeah, I think it's going to be a good series, and this was uh, you know an indication of that. I was looking up only because we talked about this a bit yesterday about uh, uh, Kevin Cash and his ways that he deals with pitchers, uh, particularly his starters. Because I was curious, because I didn't remember thinking that Cash was being all that strange early in the playoffs. And it turns out he wasn't really being that strange. It's only now that, in, or at least since the 
last couple of games of the championship series uh, that he has gotten, you know, such an interest in, in using an early hook. The 16 games that they've played, there have been 10 F, uh, starting pitchers who have gone at least five innings. But in the last four games, it hasn't happened. And, well, no, I'll take that back. Morton did uh, did go over five in game seven. Uh, but even he has, you know, he's their big game pitcher is the way we're supposed to be understanding because he's experienced and he does have a fairly good record. But he's never pitched more than six and two-thirds innings in a playoff game of, in his life. Jeez. And and that, to me, doesn't exactly uh, evoke images of Bob Gibson. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> you know, well, you, got, well, you know we're, we're, he, I think his first postseason experience was what or, uh, before uh, Tampa was Houston. Right. right. And uh, and that's when they turn, you know, A.J. Hinch kind of turned the world upside down with using starters as relievers. And uh, he didn't let anybody go too deep, did he? I, I, I think right. he pitched the clincher, too. Right. I, one of those. I, yes, I think he did. And, one, and, and I don't I was I'm thinking the championship series against the Yankees. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, is my m- memory on that, but I, I it, it just seems it, it's such an unusual way. I mean, with everybody wants to go back to Tito in 2016 and say, well, you know, th- this is the evolution uh after people watched, you know, the, the Indians, but the Indians didn't do this. This is this is Tito on steroids. Uh yeah. It, yeah. You know, it, I mean, it's not how you remember 2016. It was, oh, how quickly can we get the starter out of the game? Yeah, definitely. Well, they only had two starters, right? Right. I think they all, yeah. <laughs> so they only had Tomlin and uh, and uh, uh, Kluber, right? I think, and and uh, Bauer had his finger hanging off, and uh, Salazar and Carrasco were on the uh, the injured list. So and uh, yeah, no, but yeah, I think you wanted you. You always try to get the uh, the most out of your starters, and then you go from there. Uh, but yeah, this is uh, this is really you know I was just thinking about that. It just it's really kind of changed the the whole landscape of baseball. I mean, you know, you use seven pitchers that Dodgers did last night in Game Two of the World Series when you're really supposed to be at your best, right? And it's kind of uh, I, I know you get caught short and there's four rounds of the postseason now and you really have to have a deep, deep pitching staff to uh, run out a legitimate starter there every day. Uh, but, you know, boy, you know, it's like, you know, you're, everything is like, uh, you know, kind of drilled down to the to the to the, you know, the, to to the finest you know, point. And, you know, do you give away game two to, to win game seven, you know, and everything is mapped out and uh, it's really, it's, it's almost like, <laughs> okay, you know, we're going to bend here, but so we don't break, you know, two or th- in games four five or six, you know, it's, uh, it's, really, it's interesting and it's strategy, but it, it's not the baseball that, that we grew up with for sure. Well, you you kind of alluded to this yesterday with uh, saying that maybe Cash decided to let Tyler Glasnow go longer but throw his 112 pitches because he felt he had to save his bullpen. And last night would have been an example. I'd feel probably a little better about that you know, for, if I was a Tampa Bay fan, if the bullpen, you know, hadn't you know given up a couple of runs 
almost as soon as they were brought in. Uh, you know, Loop and Castillo were great in the, yeah. in the you know in the eighth, ninth innings, but Anderson and Fairbanks were pretty scary. Uh, particularly the the Braves would score a run, uh, stretch out their lead, and immediately. Uh, the, you know, the Braves would give back a, a run or two. It was, uh, I mean, it, there was a lot more drama, obviously, in, in game two than there was in, in game one, because you always felt like the Dodgers had a chance to come back and win. And in game one, you never thought the Rays had a chance to come back and win. At least I didn't. Yeah, that's, I felt that way too, Jamie. And, uh, you know, uh, so, you know, Snell runs into trouble in, in the fifth. He brings Nick Anderson as kind of one of his late, late inning leverage guys in right away. And he, you know, he gets through the, uh, he gets through the fifth and then he gives up the home run to uh, Will Smith in, in the sixth. And you're sitting there thinking eh. like, I'm, I felt the same way. Then it's what is, you know, it's six, four maybe, or six, three right. or five, three then. And, yes. Uh, five, three. That's right. It's before the and, sixth run. Yeah. And um, you're one, I mean, and then you're just a swing away, you know, the, from tying this thing up and, uh, then uh, what? Uh, Fairbanks comes in and gives up another home run, and uh, so it's you know I you know you got to give credit to the Dodgers obviously, They're, and you know, you know like Cody Seager, I mean or Corey Seager, he's like he's on fire, isn't he? Oh, he's fantastic. I mean, it, it's again he's, you you were I've been reading about how you know the 2021 after the 2021 season when suddenly. All the shortstops apparently, you know, become free agents, uh, and Seager's one of them. And I'm not sure he isn't, you know, he hasn't proven to me. I I, I think he has that he's he's as good as it gets. Yeah, um, you know, and, and he's so he's so good defensively. Yeah, and wasn't he like he was hurt last year or two years ago, right? Didn't he miss a big chunk of time? He hurt his back or something. Uh, there was an injury. I'm, I yeah. can't say that I remember exactly. And his, and his value went down. And you know, 2018, when, 2018. Yeah. That's right. He only played 26 games. Yeah, and and there was, um, you know, there was talk about when when the Lindor talk with uh, with the Dodgers ended up, and it was like you know people were saying, well, yeah, they they'll they'll give they'll give they'll give Seager up, you know, they'll they'll trade Seager for Lindor, and it was like he was a throw-in. You know, this guy was, and I'm sitting there watching this guy, you know, during the postseason this year, and I'm, I'm sitting there. This guy was a throw-in, really. I mean, is this is this how good the Dodgers really are? I mean, and I mean, he's just been, he's just looks, you know, so comfortable defensively, and he's just, what's he got? Seven home runs already. Jeez. Seven home runs. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it's. It's also there was a stat uh, I saw on, on social media yesterday that there have been more home runs hit from the ninth spot in the batting order during this playoff season than there has been uh, for the cleanup hitter, all teams combined, and that's I mean that suggests that we're just watching a kind of baseball that has never really existed before. Um, you know, Max Muncy is the cleanup hitter for the Dodgers. Uh, you know, he, he gets a ton of walks. He's kind of Carlos Santana in that way. But he's it's an unusual way to run a uh, – it's an unusual way to run baseball. And the, and the Dodgers, 
Ayn and the Rays, rather, you know, their cleanup hitter, you know, is G-Man Which, Choi. Yeah, yeah Choi, <laughs> Choi was a cleanup hitter, and he yeah. had two, and he had a single, and <laughs> so he he had a single, and uh, like, and, and it goes from first to third, like he's yeah, Ricky right. Henderson, and he's like weighs like two fifty, isn't he? He's got to be at least two fifty. <laughs> that was that Bless. was unbelievable, and then you got Zeno. You know, he had a bunch of home runs early from the number nine spot, and I think in down in the bottom of the order at least uh, for the for the Razor catcher. Yeah, it is. And Chris, what? Chris Taylor hit a two run homer last right. night from the no, number nine, nine spot. spot. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it, it's really interesting because I, when you look at a lineup originally, you figure well, the four is, is supposed to be the power guy, and Muncie certainly has power, but he's not Cody Bellinger. He's certainly not Seager. Uh, you know, Mookie Betts. I mean, he's just an odd choice, except he keeps things going for them. You know, yeah. he, he doesn't get into double plays. He gets a ton of walks. He has almost twice as many walks in the playoffs as he has hits. Um, but he has 10 hits. So it, it's not like he's not getting hits and, and, and doing something. But he's on base, you know, twice a game. Yeah. Um, the, the- that's a good point, Jamie, because, uh, you know, I remember, uh, you know, Eric Wedge and, and, and even Francona saying, you know, you need in, in a cleanup spot, the cleanup hitter, you know, it's nice if you got a guy that's going to hit 30 and drive in 100, but if he can connect, you know, the top of your lineup with the bottom of your lineup and, you know, keep the line moving, you know, sometimes that's just as important. Well, the, it was uh, important last night that uh, the Rays got back into the series, and that creates a, a great potential matchup uh, for Game Three with uh, uh, Charlie Morton and you know the the pitcher for the Dodgers. That's that is he's he's really the best guy. Yeah, they Bueller, have. Bueller, yeah, Walker Bueller is is the best pitcher they have, uh, yeah, and, and so that should be really interesting. And these guys, we talked about it yesterday. These guys have so much velocity. It, you know, like you listen to to, uh, to the announcers, Joe Buck, and 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 guys are throwing 108 or 99 at the top of the strike zone, and it's and it's they don't even mention it anymore because it's so common. And it just it just blows me away that people can throw that hard for that long. It uh, isn't our uh, old-fashioned way of uh, watching baseball anymore, that's for sure. Well, we're going to take a a short break, and we will be right back with more Cleveland Baseball Talk. We're back, and with uh, Paul Hoynes, I'm Jamie Turner, and I want to bring up uh, something I am— Baseball has always been my favorite sport. I've I've always had a passionate love affair with it. I love sitting in a stadium and watching a game, uh, and and uh, you, you kind of learn something every game because the the game is so diverse in in its uh, variety of potential outcomes. But I got to tell you, I've finally gotten on board with the idea that these games are just too long. <laughs> Uh, I, when, when, uh, there was complaints probably five, six, seven years ago that, oh my God, you know, you can't have a, a baseball game that, that is less than three hours. I would be thrilled to have a game that was less than three hours or even three hours. The, the first two games of the world series, 
The first game was played in 324. The second game was 340. Those are both better times than either league's average in the championship series. The American League's average for their seven-game series was seven minutes shy of four hours. (laughs) You can watch the Indy 500 and have time to go to the bathroom afterwards for a long time and not get to three hours and 53 minutes. And the National League averaged 345. The the average for the season was 307. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I suspect that the championship series and the uh, World Series are being affected by baseball's determination to make as much money as is humanly possible. And that be that's proven when you see that logo on the back of the being superimposed on the back of the pitching mound, which is so bizarre. They're actually trying, you know, at least for the championship series, they were trying to do it as if somebody had stamped it in, you know, except that you realize it changes every couple of minutes. <laughs> <laughs> which I thought was kind of, you know, okay, you've kind of given away a tell here. And then in the World Series, we've had pitching coaches go to the mound for a conversation. Nobody's being pulled, and we're in a commercial. And that I've never seen. That's totally different. And for Paul, uh, Paul, I mean, you, you know, you've been around more baseball than I ever have, but this just seems like the game has decided to, you know, stretch out, you know, three games over this weekend. It might take four days to play three days of baseball. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, you're watching the games and you're falling asleep almost watching the games. And uh, I just think, you know, they add in the dugout interviews now and uh, everybody, you know, it, it seems like, you know, everybody, there's a lot of walks. Everybody grinds at bats, you know, you, you and it, you know it does, and there's a lot of you know you either walk, strike out, or hit a home run. You know it, it there's there's not a lot of you know the ball isn't in play as much as as it used to be, and I think that that tends to drag the game out. I mean, look at uh, the Indians game, game two of the wild card series. You know, four hours and fifty minutes, the the longest nine inning game in history, postseason or regular season. I mean, that's hard to do, you know, and that's a nine inning game. I mean, I know there was a lot of runs scored, but still, I mean, it, yeah, it 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 can get long, and uh, you know, and uh, Manfred talks about you know pace of play. Uh, I don't know. I mean, maybe they have a, a different set of rules once the postseason kicks in. Well, I, I think there's certainly a, a. I mean, the whole point of the season was to get to the playoffs so that the owners could make some money, and you know, because that's where they sold all their all the yeah. advertising. And they you know, agreed with the networks that you know, if we get there, you know, the the, the rights will be at a you know at almost back to regular prices. Uh, and but at the same time, I, I just don't. I love baseball, but four hours is insane. And, you know, all the things that were supposed to make the the game go faster, the putting a guy in second base in extra innings. Well, we aren't even getting to, as you pointed out, we don't even have to get to extra innings to go way past four hours. Yeah. And, and, you know, the, the, well, we're not going to have multiple pitching changes, uh, you know, in an inning. Well, that's correct. 
But now you have pitching changes in every inning. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I, I yeah. don't think you're buying any time. I, I don't think you're in the game when, when the, when the uh, Dodgers have seven pitching changes. It, it, it's it's just it's bizarre. I I, I mean, is does it matter though, Paul? I mean, is this is does this my little rant? You know, just no, go I, off. No, I think I think it. You know, I think you know the games. It, it, if the games aren't ended until midnight or twelve thirty, I don't know what time last night ended. I mean, it had to be you know after after midnight. I mean, who's watching? One, who's watching on TV? Two. Uh, you know, it just it just doesn't seem. It is what it is right now. I just don't see them like clearing it up. I, you know, they tried everything and everything hasn't worked. Yeah. Uh, apologies for the uh, lawnmower that just passed. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought, I thought the street cleaner was yeah. coming by. Or yeah. It, well, essentially the same thing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, it, I, I guess, is there anything that you would suggest that would make things go faster? Uh, I, you know, I don't know. Maybe, maybe two instead of four balls, three balls on for a walk. I don't know. I, I just, I just think there should be more action in the game, and I think that would speed things up. I mean, but you know, how do you, if you, you know, if your, if your philosophy is to draw as many walks as you can, and and hit as many home runs as you can, you know, I, I just don't, you know, it just doesn't seem to. Uh, that, that that's not an equation to speed the game up. I mean, and, and, you know, guys, you know, it doesn't seem like a lot of pitchers pitch to contact everybody, you know, every pitcher is in love with the strikeout and, uh, you know, you've got to, you know, you usually, what, you got to go work deep into account to, to usually get a strikeout. So that's going to take time as well. So, you know, I don't know. I don't know, Jamie, um, you know, they've tried to, they've tried, you know, what keep the hitters in the batter's box, uh, you know, they've tried all these things, a pitch clock, maybe, maybe they will introduce the pitch clock next year sometime. And that, and that will uh, change, that will help things. But I don't see it really getting past three hours, you know, getting under three hours on a consistent basis. I mean, you know, and, you know, really, you know, I, I guess, you know, a lot of people complain about about the length of a game, but do fans complain about it? Do the fans going to the ballpark complain about it? Do they want to, you know, pay 50 bucks a pop, you know, and concessions and everything and have a game over in, in two hours? I, I don't know. Would they rather, you know, get their money's worth and, and sit there for three hours or two and a half hours? I, I'm not sure. Well, what I do know is that the, the ratings have not been particularly good. Uh, so far, and you know, we don't know what it's going to be like. I mean, it's, it's, it's a really competitive series, and we have something that goes back and forth. Uh, you know, I'm sure the ratings will improve some, but it, you know, it, it's a weird year for sports, yeah. So, I guess we should expect that it's going to be a weird year for, for the baseball uh, playoffs and now the World Series. It's just, it, I just, uh, <laughs> 
couldn't quite get over the idea that, yes, the Indians now hold the record for the longest nine-inning game in baseball history, but four hours just isn't a thing to, to, to worry about anymore because it just gets passed. Yeah, That's and especially if, if – I guess, does anybody have deadlines anymore? I don't know, but it's working against your deadline big time. <laughs> well, it, it, well uh, I'm sure the fans don't – well, the fans in the stands probably don't mind unless you have kids that so you want to – get home yeah. at a decent hour so anyway that's uh that's our old fogey segment of hey <laughs> why baseball isn't what it used to be and you know we'll we'll, co- we'll come back and try to have something uh, a little more positive uh, about the game uh tomorrow uh but well thank you paul for a for another interesting podcast that uh kind of wandered all over the map but then again <laughs> hey that's that's what happens when the Indians aren't playing anymore. That's right. So, so thanks, everyone, for listening to today's podcast. Uh, we will be back tomorrow uh, with another round. There no uh, baseball game tonight, so we might have a couple of Indians topics to go through. So th- for Paul and myself, thanks for listening.